name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So Jesus tells a parable today in the Gospel about this rich man, right? And he might as well call this parable the parable of the Chaldean father, okay? Because we have so many fathers, right? And we have beautiful fathers in this church right now. But so many of our dads, right, that work 70, 80, 90 hours a week for what? For what? I just want to know. I want to ask my dad that right now in this microphone when he listens to this homily. Why are you working so much? Why do we work so much? We, we disguise this, I work, with I, I want to provide for my family. We disguise that when that's not the reality. It's because we love our possessions and it's because we're so anxious about life, we never feel like we have enough. And so we're working and working and working and accumulating because we don't trust that God will provide. And because we're so anxious about this life. Jesus tells this parable of this rich man, right? And he says that there's this rich man who has plentiful things. So many things to the point where he doesn't even know he doesn't know where to even store his things anymore. So many possessions, he doesn't even have room to store his things. It's like a Chaldean mom's basement, right? We don't know, our moms don't know where to store their things anymore. And so he says, this rich man goes and he says, I'm going to build even bigger storehouses. I'm going to build even bigger storage rooms, storage places to put my things in. And the Lord says, you fool. This very day, your soul is going to be required of you. He's saying, this very day, you will die. And what good are the things that you have accumulated? And Jesus, the gospel says that this is the same for those who are not rich with God. You know, Mother Teresa was a beautiful saint, and she worked so hard with the poor and the suffering all over the world, but especially in India. She served the poor, she served the sick in such beautiful ways. And she saw the poorest of the poor. Mother Teresa worked with the poorest of the poor. When she came to America, they asked her, they said, of all the places you've been, of all the things you've seen, what's the poorest place? And she said, America is the poorest place I've seen. America is the poorest place. Mother Teresa had seen so many, so many different diseases and so many different sicknesses. And so she said, in America, the disease that's the greatest is the disease of loneliness. The disease of loneliness. I've been to the Middle East a couple of times. I've been to Iraq. And it was a beautiful experience to see how our people lived, right? To go to these villages and, and see people literally in their dishdashe, sitting outside of their homes, enjoying life, living simply, living beautifully, with no worries, even though ISIS was two miles away. But they had no worries and they had no fears because they had God, because they were rich with God. Today, when someone rings our doorbell, right away we look at our phone, who is it? Who's here? 
We get annoyed when, when that doorbell is rung and we don't have any plans and we don't have any idea of who that is because we're suffering with the disease of loneliness. And I think even greater, Mother Teresa said this years and years ago, I think even greater than that, the disease today that America is suffering with is the disease of anxiety. The sickness of anxiety. That's the biggest sickness today. And so many people are anxious today because we're not rich with God. We're not rich towards God. We have to be rich with the Lord. We have to be rich in Him. Because when we face Him, when we come face to face with God, He's not going to ask, what's in your bank account? He's not going to ask, what's in your closet? He's not going to ask, what is the square footage of your house? He's going to ask, what's in your heart and what's in your soul? And you can't buy what's in your heart or what's in your soul. You can't buy that. Only God can place what we want, what He wants in there. We need to be working towards the Lord. And we need to be rich with Him. Because at some point in our lives, we're either going to face God suddenly or we're going to be on a deathbed waiting to face Him. And are we ready to face Him? Am I ready to come face to face with God? Last Sunday, um, I had the privilege of praying with my aunt as she was dying. My aunt was 65 years old and she had cancer for 22 years. So 22 years ago, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. It was stage 4 breast cancer that she was diagnosed with. And so at the time, it was terminal. We thought 22 years ago, she's going to die. But God gave her 22 more years of life. And whenever I would ask her about her health, her faith, she would always say that her cancer is what brought her closer to God. Her cancer is what really made her faith so alive because this woman was a holy woman. This woman was a saintly woman. One of her last wishes to me, she said to me, I want you to be next to me when I'm dying. I've never seen someone die in my life. Yes, as a priest, I've walked into rooms where people are sick, where people are suffering, but I've never, ever, ever had to sit with someone who was literally taking their last breaths. And I can honestly say that that moment changed my life. To have to watch someone take their last breaths changed my life. Are we ready to take our last breaths? My aunt suffered for 22 years, but she suffered with Jesus, and she suffered for Jesus. And yes, she left her family here, and our family is very broken. We've been very broken this week. It's been very hard, and we've missed her so much because she was like the life of the party. She was that aunt that everybody loved, you know. There's the ants that we're all annoyed of, right? And then there's that one ant that's everybody's favorite. And she was definitely the favorite. And we're blessed. I'm really blessed in my family to, to really have all of my aunts and my uncles who I'm so close to. But this one was special. This one was different because of her faith and how rich she was with God. 
how rich she was with the Lord. So one of her last wishes was for me to be next to her. I wasn't in the country. I was gone for two weeks, and every single day she was asking for me. Every single day she was in the hospital, she was asking for me. When is Father Perrin coming? When is Father Perrin coming? So on the day that I got home, and she, they told her, Father Perrin's coming today in the evening. He's going to come straight to you. So she's in her hospital bed, and she was pretending to put on earrings. She was pretending to get dressed as if she was getting ready to go see Jesus. Pretending to get dressed to just go see Jesus. Like she was preparing herself to stand in front of Jesus. So when I landed, I went straight to her. And thankfully she was awake. She saw me. She called me Abuna. She took my hands and she kissed them. And then the next morning, very early at 3 a.m., I got a text message, come to the hospital. So I got up last Sunday. I went to the hospital. We went there. I knelt in front of her. We prayed the rosary with her. I sang to her the Hail Mary prayer. And right when I was done singing to her, she took her last breaths. As I sat there with this, I began to think, is my death going to look like this? Am I ready to die the way that she did? And I know that she went that way. You know, we say that St. Joseph is the patron saint of a happy death. That's what they call St. Joseph. One of his titles is the patron saint of a happy death. And my aunt truly had a happy and a holy and a peaceful death. But it's because she was rich with God. And so are we rich with God? Or are we attached to our possessions and to our money, right? And to the things that don't even matter in this life. They don't matter. Your degree doesn't matter. Your career doesn't matter. What matters is our love for God. What matters is our faith. What matters is what we're doing right here, right now in this Mass. That's what matters. And so are we ready to face God? And if we're not, we need to be ready. Because tomorrow is promised to no one. So in this Mass, I just ask for your prayers for my Aunt Sanat and for her soul. I'm confident she's in heaven because she's already given us signs. And I know that she's a saint in God's house. But let's pray for ourselves in this Mass that we too would be rich with God and make the right decisions in this life to be rich with Him and nothing else. Amen.